We're not sure if Thomas Jefferson would listen to WCHV, but we're pretty sure he'd call into Joe Thomas in the morning a lot. Seville 1075 and 1260. Kratz, if you care about this country, if you care about freedom and democracy, and you believe that those things make America great, we need to talk. Weekdays at 3 on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning and joining us, and I've spent uh, probably more time than his publisher uh, does sometimes, hawking a book he wrote uh, some years ago, but I think it is the seminal work on what's going on around us. It's called The Authoritarians. It's how I first met Jonathan E. Mord, uh, now uh, in a campaign to face off against Tim Kaine for the U.S. Senate representing uh, Virginia in 2024 is on the Newsmakers line with us. Good morning, Jonathan. How are you, sir? Great, good to be with you. Uh, are you? Do you ever get tired of people saying, "Gosh, this book is awesome"? <laughs> no, I really appreciate hearing that feedback. Well, and and you know, for a lot of people, you know, there, there, there's an expression I heard years ago. You know, people run for office to be someone or do something, and and you've already done a whole bunch of something. Uh, as a matter of fact, anyone who want, who enjoys talk radio only does so because Jonathan uh, helped uh, with you know getting rid of the fairness doctrine and some of the crippling you know things that we see them coming back with now. They they want to do the same thing to the internet. Uh, Jonathan, are these some of the things that as a U.S. senator, you would you would try to stand up against because the, the net neutrality is back. Well, that's what's driving me. I mean, I really do believe that within the next few years, if we don't fundamentally change the direction of our country, we're going to lose our freedoms, and we're going to see this awful growth of federal government control take over virtually every aspect of our lives, and that movement is well underway. I mean, whether or not uh, you can... Uh, just sit back in the face of all this is the real question. For me, I can't, and that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to save our children, your children, our future, our country, our Constitution. And, uh, look, the threats that we face are enormous. I mean, in the schools, we've got CRT, this whole movement in favor of transitioning, uh, telling kids that their genders are fluid, uh, this nonsense about biological males entering girls' and women's sports and locker rooms and bathrooms. This is ruinous. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And then you have the open border situation, which is insane. You have inflation running rampant. You have effectless foreign policy from this president. And as you're explaining, the Internet situation, where government cannot leave, it, leave the Internet alone. It has to inter- intervene, and it has to divide us again based on race and based on economics. This is the road to ruin, socialism. We've got to prevent it from happening here, and we have to restore the republic, restore constitutional limits on government power. Well, we're seeing it here in Charlottesville, Jonathan, and I hope I can hang on to you. I've got my 7.30 news in a couple of minutes, but uh, if I can hang on to you, I know you have some events coming up, and and you're out there knocking on doors and fundraising for this battle. Um, And I want to give folks a chance to help you with that. But here in Charlottesville, we just had the teachers finally stand up and say enough is enough. The equity 
uh, agenda, you know, finally overwhelmed the Charlottesville City High School, was closed for uh, three days before Thanksgiving because the teachers wouldn't go back into the classroom and into the hallways because this equity agenda has left lawlessness running the hallways. Um, and I know the federal government certainly throws a lot of money at the local schools. Can can a U.S. senator have impact on that from where you oh, would you sit? Oh, you bet. I mean, you take the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, it's the Equal Protection Clause, and this is not being enforced, and it must be. And so we should cut off funding, federal funding, to the schools that engage in this type of racism and uh, ruination of our kids where they deprive them of their basic innocence and sexualize them early, all these things that are ruinous to our kids that are forms of child abuse, really, justify a, a action by the federal government to cut off federal funds to the schools. That's the way to make them stand up and recognize we want kids being taught the three R's. We don't want them being indoctrinated with this far left woke nonsense. Well, and we certainly see what's happened to it by, by having no discipline, no ability to discipline kids in schools. Uh, the, the quote inmates are running the asylum, it seems like, and the, the, the yeah. small percentage it's of their thugs. It's like our criminal justice system. They're allowing a small minority of very violent people to rule over the majority, and they're ruining our schools. They're threatening our teachers. They're threatening kids. I mean, we see this all over the country. Discipline has to be brought back to the schools for sure. But you know what else we really need? We need true school choice in Virginia. We need an opportunity for people to get out of the schools and carry the money that the schools allocate for each student with them so that we can create true competition to the public school monopoly. Jonathan, what's your website address before I go to the news? And then I hope I can hang on to you on the other side. Sure, emord4va.com. You know, you get a little groggy after eating too much turkey after Thanksgiving. Uh, and I use just a little bit of shoe polish to put on my cheeks. We get it. You cannot get shoe polish off. WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning visiting with Jonathan Emord uh, running uh, for the GOP nomination in June for uh, the race against Tim Kaine uh, for U.S. Senator in 2024. And Jonathan's on uh, with us. He's going to be out uh, in and around the area trying to raise the funds necessary for such a race. Uh, I imagine our friend George uh, has already contributed to Senator Kane, Jonathan. Uh, uh, that's that would be like if if he didn't, that would be a bigger surprise, right? It would because uh, you know they love uh, Tim Kane. They have for many years, ever since he was mayor of Richmond. Actually, there's a an Instagram post. If you just put into Instagram the name Alex Soros, George Soros's son, who's now running the show principally for his old man. Uh, you'll see that Alex Soros says, I love this man, with a great big picture of him standing next to uh, Tim Kaine. Yeah, Kaine is uh, really um, an alter ego for them. He does absolutely nothing on the open borders because they don't want that. 
He does absolutely nothing on the defund the police movement because they don't want that. They're in favor of defund the police, too. And uh, he does absolutely nothing about anti-incarceration prosecutors. Not a word of criticism because that, of course, is the agenda not only of the Soros, Soros but also of the Democrat Party. Mm. And this is ruinous. He's so out of touch with Virginians and such an enemy to their interests, and yet a lot of people are just not aware of the facts. Mm. And as they come to realize what he has actually done and what he has failed to do in the Senate of the United States, I think that people will be very, very disappointed if they are not already aware. It's time for him to go. We have a state senator named Cree Deeds who portrays himself much as Tim Kaine does as a moderate. Yet he just announced a gun proposal that would make transporting a gun um, a misdemeanor. So I guess you can have one just as long as it doesn't leave your house. Um, and these kind of radical things that are these are the things coming out of the the quote moderates. Uh, and I know that my listeners get you know, just you know frustrated. Uh, we were talking uh, during the break uh, after the 2023 election that didn't turn out the way conservatives hoped it would. Um, we were told by the commentariat and the consultant class that we just need better candidates. Uh, I would argue after four years of hearing that we need better candidates, maybe we need better consultants. Uh, but but a lot of my listeners are keen on matchups. It you know they they get you you who you are and they and they can learn more at emord4va.com. But talk about the matchup between you and Tim Kaine because they, since we're being told we need the the right candidate, make that case, Jonathan, that you're the guy that matches up to against Tim Kaine and all of this George Soros money and everything. Well, I hear very loud and clear what the Virginia people want, uh, and that's something that Tim Kaine doesn't understand. He doesn't care to hear it. He cares to listen to uh, the leadership of the Democrat Party and to the Soros family. Uh, I will take direct action on the federal level to stop biological males from being in girls' and women's sports and bathrooms and locker rooms, and I will also fix the border situation, secure the borders, and I have specific plans for doing these things that you don't have the time to hear, but it's all on emordforva.com. And on the inflation front, remember that uh, Tim Kaine is responsible for voting for $4 trillion plus spending bills that has caused the inflation at the grocery stores, and he's also in favor, voted in favor of the uh, uh, falsely labeled um, uh, uh, anti-inflation bill. That bill actually is a climate change bill and is responsible for the further destruction of natural gas in this country and energy independence and the rise in gas prices. So if you want to know why groceries are expensive and you want to know why gas is expensive, you can thank Tim Kaine for voting for things that have caused that to happen. And then when it comes to our foreign policy, he's not uttered a peep against Biden, despite, you know, all the way from the the ignominious retreat from Afghanistan to the present where the administration is playing patsy, uh, patty cake with uh, Hamas. Uh, and this whole regime of self-destruction, essentially, of the ruination of the American people, Tim Kaine is behind that, and you have to ask yourself, why is that? And I'll tell you, part of the reason is that Alex and George Soros 
are the funding parties for the Democrat Party and for Tim Kaine. He was, Kaine, remember, was the head of the Democratic National Committee. He brought in Soros money into the party. Uh, Hillary Clinton looked to Tim Kaine to bring in the Soros money to the Clinton-Kaine campaign. And it's somewhere around $100 million. So you've got a person who, like Biden, is compromised. And we need to replace a person who lacks integrity, who tells you one thing and does the other, with a person who has integrity. And my whole reason for running is to clean house, is to make sure that the American people have a country under a constitution, not under a cabal of individuals who want to rob this nation for their own benefit and destroy the rights of the rest of us. Is is the issue, and, and we watched this in Virginia, where the name-calling, the, the label affixing, he's a book banner, he's a, an abortion banner, he's a, and all of this scaremongering um, was used very successfully against very esteemable conservative voices who weren't trying to ban books, who weren't trying to ban abortion. They were trying to you know, protect the lives of babies. Um, talk about... And, and again, this is my listeners saying this to me over the last few weeks since the November elections. You know, let's hear how Jonathan Emord in his Senate race, because Tim Kaine will call you a book banner. Tim Kaine will call you an abortion banner or, or worse, um, there, uh, Jonathan, how do you counteract that kind of negative campaigning? Um, because the listeners well, you call are it out. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times people don't call these things out. And they also don't uh, clearly represent what they're for. In this instance, you've got people who are making these lame uh, sort of sophomoric uh, uh, charges, right, mm-hmm. where you're, bla- you're just claiming someone to be something that is- has a negative connotation. Well, the answer to that is to tell who you really are. And I have absolutely no hesitation in explaining the details of any position that I take. You know, I spent 38 years as a federal litigator. Uh, defending the Constitution, attacking the deep state, and winning eight times in federal court against the FDA, which is a record. And in that whole course of defeating the bureaucracy, you know, they did everything in their power to try to prevent me from prevailing. And the pundits all said there was no chance that I could win. But I won because of the power of persuasion. We have to get back to articulating our positions clearly to people so that they understand what you're for. And if they understand the passion that you have to save your own country, to serve your country rather than yourself, the contrasts are great with these hedonistic people who are in power. The people who are in power in the Democrat Party, by and large, are in it for themselves. And they, and they tell you they're in it for you. But at the same time they tell you that, they vote for legislation that destroys the market that employs you, that takes away your freedom of parental rights and and freedoms, and impoverishes you. I mean, the typical Virginian today, under the Biden-Cain administration, is suffering an $8,000 loss from the time of the Trump years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a massive reduction in your purchasing power over the course of 
two and a half years. Yeah, well, the president was just telling us. That, yeah, the president was just touting how great the economy was going into Thanksgiving, where the gas to get around, with the exception of sheets, which was selling its eighty-eight octane for a dollar ninety-nine, is still uh, twenty uh, eighty-three cents more a gallon than it was. Uh, just last year, uh, the Thanksgiving meal is 26% more, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, so I guess this is, what do they say? It's not a flaw, it's a feature? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bidenomics is brokenomics. I mean, we're it's impoverishing us. It may be doing very well for them, but it is impoverishing us. And we have to understand that we have to act. You know, we have a silent majority in America that is very, very tolerant, has accepted a lot of abuse from this administration and from people like Tim Kaine. Well, it's time to call their number and save our country. Is it is it a, a fair thing to say that this this you said it at the onset uh, and you're not one that's prone to that kind of hyperbole? This could be uh, the, the make or break. Does that include the presidential election as well, Jonathan? Well, yes. I mean, we have to see. I mean, can you imagine another four years of Joe Biden? Can you imagine someone with the mental deterioration he's experienced in two and a half years continuing on? Uh, it's it's so uh, horrific, the consequences of having someone who just turns over the store to the far left socialists in his party and has no mental capacity to deal with international crises or crises at home. He is, unfortunately, a man that is has the mental uh, functionality of a plant. I mean, he has the biochemical activity in his head of your houseplant. <laughs> wow. See, this is the dry... I, and, and anyone who appreciates dry wit uh, should appreciate Jonathan. Uh, how can people find out more about uh, interacting with you, meeting up with you? I'm sure Tim Kaine won't debate you, but uh, uh, you know, where can they see you? Uh, where they can get uh, in touch with you again? Well, emord4va.com, uh, and you can donate to the campaign there. That would be greatly appreciated. And in addition, on November 30th, tomorrow in Farmville at six o'clock, uh, we're having an event, and there's someone I know. Who's going to be the MC for that event? <laughs> Joe Thomas. So if you're listening to the program and you want, if you never had a chance to see Joe in person, come on out to Farmville. Come to this event. Uh, it's at 6 p.m. I forget the exact location offhand. But you can find but, it at uh, emord.org. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, so. in the events section on emordforva.com. Well, yeah, come on out and see us. Well, there you go. And, uh, Jonathan, it's good to catch up with you again and, and, and keep bringing copies of the authoritarians out with you and autograph them for people because it is everything we're living with right now. And I appreciate it. And, um, and we'll talk to you, uh, well, tomorrow evening. Sounds good. Talk to you then. He's not even speaker of his own house, but he does okay for us. The shootout in the Belmont Corral. Joe Thomas. It. Weekday mornings on Seville 1075 FM and 1260 AM.